Hello, and welcome to episode 16 of Uncovering the Corners of the World podcast. I'm your host, Karina Kasmala. Each week using research, and in some cases using personal experiences where I actually traveled to these locations, I'll be explaining some of the hidden gems in the U.S. and around the world. This week we are heading up north and to the left from Illinois, all the way to Minnesota. Minnesota borders North Dakota and South Dakota from the left, Wisconsin from the right, while it also borders Canada from the north and Iowa from the south. Minnesota became the 32nd state of the United States back in 1858, and its state capital is St. Paul, while the largest city is Minneapolis, according to the Explore Minnesota government website. Some of the nicknames the state has includes Land of 10,000 Lakes or the North Star State. Our first attraction leads us all the way up near the Canadian border at 306 Minnesota 11 East International Falls, where there is a park that has 900 islands and 30 lakes, known as Voyagers National Park. Voyagers National Park became a park in 1975. According to the official Voyagers National Park website, Voyager comes from the French origin meaning traveler. Over 250 years ago, in the 18th and 19th century, this park's waterways allowed for French-Canadian travelers to navigate the waters by canoe for fur trading along the 84,000 acres of waterways. While the park's history also highlights Native American history and homesteaders who took part in mining, lodging, and commercial fishing. Specifically, as mentioned by the Voyagers National Park Association, the official charitable nonprofit partner of Minnesota's National Park website, the tribes that lived in the park include the Cree, Monsoni, Assiniboine, and Ojibwe tribes. There's also four large lakes within the park Rainy, Cabetagoma, now Meekin, and Sandpoint as mentioned by the National Geographic website. Besides the four large lakes, Ash River, and 26 interior lakes, the park is also known for its northern lights, also known as Aurora Borealis, which stands for sunrise to the north. The northern lights appear as wavy greenish-blue clouds moving across the sky, but also include red-yellow blue and purple colors. According to the Voyagers National Park website, the northern lights are more likely seen in the winter, but they could also be seen during the summer, but it really depends if it's a clear night sky and what radiation the sun gave off that day. The National Park Service does offer a ferry service, boat tours, and canoe programs to get to the National Park. There is even an option to rent a houseboat at the nearby places there. There are different trails throughout the forests in the park and towards overlooks. Next, we drive to Longville, Minnesota, where if you've ever been to the county fair, you might have seen pig races, where pigs wear a number on their backs and race around a track towards the finish line, or to get a cookie at the end. Similar idea, but different racers, happens in the town of Longville, Minnesota, which takes the title of Turtle 
racing capital of the world. Every Wednesday during the summer from June through August, families register for $3, their turtles for the turtle races, while also enjoying other games in downtown Longville. These turtles then race from the inner ring to the outer ring on Main Street. As mentioned by the CBS Minnesota video from August 2019 about Longville turtle races, the winners of the turtle races get bragging rights and get a picture in the newspaper. According to the CBS Minnesota article and video, it also mentions where the idea for turtle racing came from, which started around 50 years ago by Russ Nyvall, who owned a business in Longville. He wanted to find an exciting activity to do in the town of Longville. Our last attraction takes us to Monaga, Minnesota, 23 miles north of Wandena and the south end of town along US 71 to see what the city of Monaga calls the patron saint of the Finnish vineyard workers. A full-body statue of Saint Urho, a bearded man with a spear that stabs through a grasshopper. Saint Urho, according to the Saint Urho website, is said to have two creators, Richard Matson and Dr. Sulo Havumaki. Richard Matson worked at a department store in Virginia, Minnesota, and he came up with a Finnish version of St. Patrick, named St. Urho. St. Urho is said to have chased the plague of frogs from Finland. However, that part of the legend was changed by Dr. Sulo Havumaki, a professor at Bemji State College in Minnesota. He said that St. Urho chased the plague of grasshoppers who were eating the grape crops in Finland. St. Urho chased the grasshoppers away by saying the Finnish version of grasshopper, grasshopper, go away. St. Urho is celebrated on March 16th, the day before St. Patrick's Day, and is celebrated in the Finnish communities. In Finland, Minnesota, the day is filled with face painting, a parade, food, snow sculptures, and other activities, according to the Friends of the Finland Community website. They also have another statue of St. Urho's face and a grasshopper on top of his head carved from a tree that stands 18 feet high. Thank you for listening to this week's episode. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast wherever you get your podcasts and tune in next week as we explore more hidden attractions in Minnesota.